What's going on, folks? Welcome to a brand new episode of Young Daddy. This is the youngest show out there. You know what I'm saying? We're here. We're doing it right. We're doing it square. Everybody doing a thing. You know, it's an over your thing. Blah, blah. What's going on, folks? Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Um, I'm really excited for this one. We got so many good fan questions, you know. I thought, no guests. Let's just spend some quality time together, you know, you and daddy. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do to bring the people together. So here we are. Um, I am excited. Thank you guys again. I'm glad that you're here. And I hope you guys are having a fucking awesome Thursday so far. Start your day off right. Bring that positive energy. Bring them good vibe tings into this day. You know what I mean? Text an old friend you haven't talked to in a minute that you still fuck with. Let them know that you want to grab a drink soon. Do something right. Do something for somebody. You know what I mean? Give a blowjob. That's a great way to reconnect with dad. You know? Do something. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys tuning in. If you're enjoying the episode, take a screenshot, post that shit to your Instagram, to your Twitter, shout it out. You know, I always like those and repost them. And uh, I love seeing, you know, the engagement with you guys. I love being able to talk to you guys and have that channel open where we can communicate. If you have longer questions or you want to ask for advice, you can do that by emailing youngdaddyshow at gmail.com. That's Y-U-N-G daddyshow at gmail.com. And uh, other than that, I usually post like an, an opportunity for you guys to go on Instagram and just message me directly on there, or you can always reply to the uh, Instagram stories. But like I said, it's fucking, uh, I'm excited to talk to you guys, man. I enjoy doing these solo ones because it feels like you guys really message me afterwards and I, it just feels like such a direct way to be able to speak to you guys and it's like a real thing happens, you know, where like I get to say a thing and then you guys reply and be like, thank you for saying that. Here's my situation or people agree or disagree on a subject, you know, like I'll get a message sometimes like, hey, I didn't agree with what you said about this thing for this reason. And I love hearing that kind of shit. I love discourse. I love uh, just having a conversation in general, you know. Um, I thought we'd start this off today. I got a question that really kind of interested me. This is uh, asked to stay anonymous. But the question is this, I'm in love with my best friend. We've hooked up and we've talked about how we can't be any more than just best friends because we value our friendship way too much to ever lose it. I've never been in love before and I think this is why I'm so attached this time. What the fuck should I do? And as to keep this anonymous because we both listen to you, that's a question for the pod. Man, we're really starting off on a proper note here. I'll say that is quite the situation imagine you feel like you've never been in love before and you're in love with your best friend you know and you talked about it you you both had a conversation where you don't want to ruin the friendship i get it man i get it you know i've been there i've done that let me tell you this imagine you got this best friend right and you just decide you know what we're not going to take it any other step because i want to keep the friendship ask yourself honestly do you think you can be around this person and not feel the way you do about them? Or do you think it's inevitable? There's no way that if you have that strong of a feeling for somebody, regardless of if it's your friend or not, that you're just going to be able to hide those feelings and keep them tucked under. It's not genuine. It's not authentic. And I don't think people are capable of that. 
That's why I think that if you genuinely feel that way, you guys have hooked up before. You guys have to have a conversation, man, because this isn't a friendship anymore. It's not. It's a. It's something above that. It's something between a friendship and a relationship. You know what I mean? So you have to fucking decide whether or not you're going to be able to push those feelings down. And if you even want to do that, or you guys can have a real conversation about this. Because if you want to be together and you want to start dating and et cetera, like that's worth, you have to explore that because it's not a friendship right now. You're not going to ruin the friendship because you're not really in a friendship. It's a different kind of relationship. Like Molly Austin was talking about that on the last episode. I think it's a great way of looking at it. We're like, your ex is never really your ex. It's a different thing. You know, it's a different definition on it. So with this kind of situation, I think if you really do think you're in love with your best friend, you have to approach it and make a move and talk about it and give it a shot. And hopefully they're on the same page and they want to give it a shot. And if you're meant to just be friends and not be together, then in six months to a year, you will be. That's what I think. If you guys are truly meant to be friends, even if your relationship fails completely, you got to give it time, you know, after distance, you guys will want to be friends again. I don't know why you wouldn't, you know, but I, I think if you genuinely have such a strong feeling of somebody in life and that person is not married or like just in a, in a situation where they're completely disconnected and unable to give that feeling back to you, you have to pursue it. Life is too fucking short. You feel like you love somebody and you've never been in love before. You have to give it a goddamn shot. Take a risk. What are we always saying on this show? Take a risk, baby. That's what the daddies do. You know, don't use a condom. You don't need one. You don't need one. I don't care what the doctors say. You know, you can tell me I got everything. It don't matter. I got the Lord. All right. I got Jesus, you know, so. Give it a goddamn shot, man. If you, you, you feel like you're into this person like that, you have to because you're living in this in-between and where you can't move on because you feel this strongly about somebody and yet you can't even be with that person. It doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Bomb. Bussa. That question fired. It's a burn fire thing. Um, I thought we lighten it up a little bit. But yeah, that's that's truly how I feel, man. And like... You have to fucking take that shot. It, like, that's what's the whole point of living is for moments like that where you just you have to sit somebody down and tell them how you really fucking feel. And it might go great and it might go horribly wrong. That is life. It's taking that shot and seeing what happens. Um, but, yeah, let's lighten it up a little bit here. This is a question from a younger listener of the show. Uh, I don't want to put this person's name out either because I feel like for a lot of these, you guys are comfortable enough and, you, you know, you really open yourselves up yourselves up by asking like an intimate or vulnerable question. I don't want to like just blast you if it's not something like, do you love anal from Stacy? You know? So here's a question. I don't know. Uh, here, here's his message. I don't know if the whole thing went through. He's talking about his earlier message, but basically I'd like some advice in this thing. I, where I feel like I can only date virgins. Is that weird? My last three relationships were all with non-virgins, and after some time, it chews me up knowing some guy was in her before me. What should I do? And to be honest, I think it really fucks up my dating life. Am I too young or something like that? I'm 21. Please and thank you. This is a, 
a question that I actually wanted to touch on for all the younger folks, because I have friends that I've changed their minds on situations like this. Basically, this guy is in a position where he's like, probably when he's, when he's sexually intimate with this girl that he's seeing, he starts to think about other girls that she's been with. And that's insecurity, man. You, no, and like, it doesn't matter how many guys she's been with before you. It, it doesn't matter in the slightest because she's with you right now. Who gives a fuck who she was with six months ago? You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't even waste your own mental time and energy thinking about that. It doesn't make any sense. There, there's no point of even asking about an ex or who the girl dated before. You know, it doesn't make fucking sense. Like, and we all have our insecurities, but you don't want to just be the guy who's with virgins. Where do you even find that? It's not even on Amazon yet. And they're taking over the fucking world. You know, you can't be that. That's like some serial killer shit. I'm like, yeah, I only do virgins. It's uh, just that blood is the worst sex you'll ever have in your life is with a virgin. That's just fact. Okay. I've taken one virginity in my life. And just for the record, I just want to say this. If you're a virgin listening to the show, there's fucking nothing wrong with that at all. Okay? Live your goddamn life. But I was always a person who, and I, was, I lost my virginity at 18. I always looked at sex as when you're losing your virginity, you're not losing anything. You're gaining experience. That's what this whole thing is. You're trying to gain experience for the next person, deciding what you like, deciding what makes you happy, what kind of qualities you want in somebody else, you know? <coughs> Excuse me. Um... But yeah, you know, you it's that's pure insecurity, man. You have to get that out of your head. That's that's a part of growing up because I've had guy friends when I was younger that were like, "Oh, dude, if the girl has fucked more than 5 guys, like I, I I would never. I would never date her." It's like, "Why? Who gives a shit, dude? What if you don't meet the one until you're 40? The person that you really want to be with." You know what I mean? What what are you going to then think, "Oh, you know what though? She fucked Jimmy 20 years ago." Who gives a shit? Who, who somebody has sex with, how many people they're having sex with, it doesn't define them. It can start to in certain ways of like they have a certain lifestyle where, you know, they're fucking like two people a night. Like that, that starts bleeding into your personality a little bit. But like her past people and et cetera, they don't define who she is. And, uh, you know, out of every person that you used to date, you grow out of them. So you have to next time you have that thought when you're with a girl. You don't run away and go, oh, I should just be with a girl who's never been with another guy. Fuck that, dude. You buckle down. And you go, you know what? If I really like this girl, I don't give a shit. I'm here with her now. She's here with me now. Who gives a fuck what happened before then? You know, you can't expect people to not do what you're doing. You're you're fucking other people. Why would you care if, if this person did either? You know, so I think that's just a growing thing, man. It's just a maturity thing. And I think a lot of young guys feel the way you feel. So don't feel like a like a fucking weirdo. You know, I think a lot of dudes feel that way before that thing clicks in their brain and they realize that it's it's bullshit and it's not worth paying attention to. You know, that's the truth, man. That, that's not that's not even up for debate. You know, that's a fucking bang, bang, blood clot thing, you know. So here's a question from uh, Ellie, not to be I think it's like Swedish or, or some shit. Hi, first of all, I love your podcast. Thank you for helping all our lost souls out here. And I'd love to get some advice on my problem as well. I've been seeing slash fucking this guy for three months now. It all started with a friends with benefits relationship, but we immediately realized that we enjoy each other's company a lot. So we started hanging out almost on a daily basis. We technically act like we're in a relationship, except we're not. 
So, our mutual friends started pushing me a lot, telling me that I'll catch feelings and so on. Suddenly, they told me that I already have feelings. Of course, I started to think about it more and more, and of course, I started to get feelings for him. First of all, your friends should back up a little bit, all right? With the fucking pushing us, you're going to catch... I get, like, looking out for you and being worried, but, like, at the end of the day, understand you're the person in, in this relationship. You know what I mean? It's not the friends. And then uh, she goes on to say... I took it up with him because we promised each other to be honest about everything. Oh, isn't that sweet? That is that brings a tear to my dick. <laughs> honest about everything. And he told me that he hasn't uh, thought about it that way, but he didn't want to lose me either. We decided to keep on going, but knowing that feelings are getting involved. Um, I didn't want to define our relationship, but also knew that I can't keep up with a friends with benefits relationship as I, was o- I would only get hurt. So I was unhappy about that decision. <clears throat> we still hang out a lot. We sleep together every weekend, parentheses, even without sex. We see each other every week. We go on hikes. We go party, just the two of us. We go out for dinner, etc. I really enjoy his company, and I don't think he would hang out with me this much if he didn't enjoy mine. But he also talks about me hooking up with other people from time to time, never about himself, though. He talks about you hooking up with other people. I wonder if you mean that in like... Uh, where he's saying like, oh, you should hook up with other people. Or he means like, hey, are you fucking other people? If he's curious. Because that's pretty important. Um, she goes on to say, the thing is that I'm really interested in this guy. And I just don't need to sleep with other people. And I don't need to sleep with other people. I just don't know if he feels the same about me. But I don't know how to take it up with him. Because I don't want him to think that I need to define things. I really don't want to stress this. Just take it slow. Should I take it up with him just to hear where he stands? Or should I let it be and see how it goes? I also think that if he wants to be with me enough, he wouldn't feel the need to fuck others. And if he does that, he just doesn't want to be with me enough. I'm kind of on the last part. I I mean, yeah, I think in theory, yes, but there's other factors. Um, And she goes, oh, please tell me what to do. I'd love a man's perspective of this. Thank you so much. Love, Eloise. Um, Thank you for sending in. This is a a good question. I think um, if he is like telling you that you should see other people or talk to other people. Look, I've been in a relationship that's kind of similar to exactly what she's describing, where I, I was like on and off with somebody for like close to a year and you know, we, the time we'd spend together would be like, oh, you know, on a Friday night after everything, we'd, we'd go to the bar together, we'd go back to her place, we'd cuddle, we'd be romantic, you know, we'd have sex. We would do essentially everything except for like what the final thing that really made your relationship, showing that vulnerability, that intimacy to one another. Like we did pretty much everything just short of that. And I, there was a time, I mean, I was younger, but I would fucking sit in bed and like swipe on Tinder while this, while in this chick's bed, you know? And like, because to me, we both, I was like, oh, we're on the same page. We're both like open to other people, you know? And I just wasn't thinking about it. I was being, you know, it was a shitty thing to do. But if this guy is like having that kind of a relationship with you and he doesn't want to lose you, but he doesn't want to be exclusive what I learned out of my thing was that I confused my love for this person as a person, as a friend, just as a human. You can love somebody just as a human and not be in love with them. You know what I'm saying? Like you can really be like, man, I love that girl, but I'm not in love with her. I don't want to date her. I don't feel strongly enough to be in a relationship with her, but you know, and I'm not saying that's exactly like what's happening here, but there's all this, this, everybody now is like, I don't want to pressure him. And 
I don't want to define the relationship. I don't want it to look like I need to define the relationship. But like, this kind of seems like a scenario where like, you know, maybe you should get a little definition here. Just be like, hey, I just wanted to know like exactly where you stand. Like, do you want to quietly see other people and keep doing what we're doing? Do you want to, do you think you'd want to approach a place in time of being exclusive? Like, what do you want to do? But don't give them the fucking power and be like, look, I don't want to fuck other people. Don't just like open or like open with that. Cause then he's going to know, Oh, like, you know what? She's committed to me no matter what I do. You don't want to give up that kind of, you know, you, you have that in the back of your pocket at all time. Men not knowing what you're up to and who you're seeing is a very powerful tool for women to have. It's one of the most powerful things because then a man is like, you know what? Like, I, if I really like her, I got to lock her down because I don't want other people with her. That's a powerful tool to fucking have. So don't give that up. But, like, have a conversation, man. There's nothing wrong with having a fucking conversation. Just If, if you feel like you want to know more about something, find out about that thing. It's that simple. You know, like a lot of questions really boil down to like, I, I'm afraid to talk about it, but I don't know. Do you think I should? And usually the answer is, yeah, man, talk to the person because like I can, you know, I can give you advice and what I would do, but at the same time, you might learn a lot more from just spending five minutes to speak with them on it. You know, um, let's see what else is in here. Let's go to the Instagram Here's a question from uh, Towel Claire. She says, how badly do guys judge drunk text slash calls? Um, I think it depends on what you're texting. You know, like I, I just, it's funny. I just recorded an episode with Tiago and Andrew. The fucking episode got deleted as we saved it. The computer glitched out, but we went over some of these. But yeah, one thing Tiago said is like, it depends on what the what the text is, you know, if, if you're drunk, if like you're drunk texting, like mean shit, you know, or like, and just dismissing it as being drunk and you're doing that every week, that's where it becomes a problem. But like, I think that all of us, when we've had a few drinks and it's the weekend, we hit up who we want to hit up and we say what we want to say. We just, you know, we, we love having that moment of like, you know what? I'm just going to say this thing. I, uh, I care about this person. I want to see them right now. So me personally, I don't judge a drunk text. I don't judge a drunk call. You know, it, it can be mildly irritating if this dude is like sober sitting at home and he's getting a drunk call, but even so like have some goddamn fun with it. It's not a big deal. We all fucking do it. I wouldn't even sweat it. You know, here's a question from Gen D 8604. Okay. Guy said he didn't have social media and then I looked him up and found him and now he's mad. Is that weird? Yeah. I mean, he might not use his social media. How do you know he's active on it? You know what I mean? Like if he is active on it, there's, you know, there, there's definitely a reason why he didn't want you to know about it. I'd figure out what that reason is. That reason could be anything from, he just doesn't feel ready to be like following each other and constantly creeping on each other. And he wants to cut out his own stress or maybe he's got like a girlfriend or some shit, you know, who knows? I, like, I've never encountered that situation where a girl's like, oh, no, I'm not on social media. You know, I find, like, you can look anybody up these days, you know. It would be great, though, if you, like, pulled up his MySpace and you were like, I found your MySpace. You said you're not on social media. Then, then explain this post from 2009, you fucking liar. That was, that was a post I made when my dog died. It's <laughs> just, like, also breaking down. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking... This is this is the problem. There's so many there's so many new issues that like our generations have to deal with because there's fucking social media now when it comes to dating. You know, there's a million new things 
Our parents didn't have to deal with that shit. Of, he, he told me he didn't have a LinkedIn, and then I found out he had a LinkedIn. No, fuck that. All right, get to the meat of it. Go walk into his apartment and go, listen, man, are you on fucking Snapchat or what? Because I'm trying to suck a dick. That, see what he says. I bet you'll get the truth out of him then. You know? Um, similar question from Len Laz. Does body count actually matter in a relationship? How many people you've had sex with? No, it doesn't fucking matter at all. Don't ask. Never ask the person how many people they've had sex with. Don't fucking ask. There's no goddamn point. No answer. Unless she says zero, no other answer is going to make you happy. You know? And even if she does say zero... You're going to be like, oh, yeah, then where'd you learn that thing with your tongue, huh? You want me to just believe it was Pornhub? Because I'm not buying it. There's no fucking way. I had a funny, uh, I got a, a blowjob at 3 a.m. in Bushwick the other day. Because <laughs> I went on Hinge. I was like horny. I'm in an Uber going home. I'm on Hinge. I send a message, 3 a.m. I'm like, hey, are you up? And she goes, yes, come over. Never spoke to this person before. I get out of my Uber. The driver's like, sir, what the fuck are you doing? I just walked off. I was like, fuck that. Ordered a new Uber, took this this new car all the way over to her place, walk into her apartment, just hit it off right away. Great. You know, we had a good time. We we're clearly different from different worlds. You know, she's this like girl from Virginia, also like around my age. And, uh, you know, I was telling her a little bit about my family. I was like, yeah, my folks are like, you know, from Russia. And she was like, oh, that's cool. I have like uh, an uncle in the clan. I was like, what? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, all right. Well, you know, different worlds, but that's interesting. I had a great time, you know, a little 69 action. You got to get that weekly dose, dinner for two, you know. And uh, here's the funniest part, though. After this blowjob, which was amazing. I mean, I, I almost became religious after this blowjob. This, she, uh, I walked back into the room after I, like, I cleaned up. And she goes, uh, so, have you ever smoked crack? And I was like, What? no have you and she's like no i was like i've never been more suspicious of somebody smoking crack in my entire life that is if i would never that's the one question you ask if you think if you want people to think you smoke crack is ask them hey you ever smoked crack before you know i was like what the fuck so i'm talking about this shit on stage now but yeah and then i (laughs) funniest thing was like a week later i texted her and i was like uh I, I go, man, I, I think you should, you should throat me again soon, <laughs> you know, cause I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic. So I had to drop the throat. So, and I swear to God, she responds, I should probably do what now? <laughs> I was, and I was not willing to explain that text. I just deleted the conversation. I was like, nope, I'm not, I'm not willing to explain what I meant by, Hey, you should throat me again. I don't need to be in that position, you know? And then a couple of days later, she was like, yeah, I mean, she's like, you need to work on your, uh, like, you need to work on that line, but I'm down to put you in as far as you'll fit. And I was like, all right, good, cool. Very good. You know, I had a, uh, this is what I really wanted to talk about though. We'll, we'll, we'll jump back. Maybe I'll do another fan question first. Yeah. You know, before we, I got a story to tell you folks. I got a story to tell you and I, I, you know what? I'll just fucking tell you right now. How about that? What are you going to do about it? Here's what happened. You know, I give a lot of advice on this show. I feel like it, it, people take it to heart. People appreciate it. You know, we all are trying to be better. We're trying to do the right moves, be honest with people, and find what we're looking for. That's what we're doing here. We're just on that path, you know? But it's only fair if I admit when I fuck up, right? It's got to be. So I fucked up 
Here it is. Fan hit me up. It's a, and by the way, it's not like a nothing happened. It's just me ruining a date. But fan hit, hits me up, right? And she's like, hey, you have to meet my friend. She just moved to New York. She's so funny. You'll love her. She's got a huge ass, too. And I was like, okay, perfect. This sounds like exactly what I need. So we go grab coffee, me and this girl. Within the second that we sit down, I'm like, you know what? I am feeling this. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's funny. The conversation's going great. I'm so into this, right? Having a great time. It's like an hour and a half at the coffee shop. And uh, the check comes. I give my fucking, uh, I give my card. She comes back and goes, sir, I'm so sorry. The card is not working. And I was like, what? I was like, run it again. There's no way. She goes back. Sorry, sir. Once again, it's not working. So now I'm on this date. First date. This girl thinks my card is just getting declined on like a fucking $9 coffee check, right? So I'm like, all right. I'm hiding the embarrassment. I'm like, give me a second. I run outside, hit the ATM, grab some cash, bring it back, pay it. And, uh, you know, it's no problem. ATM works. The card's working. For some reason, it's not fucking working over there. So pay the check we're leaving and she this is why i'm going to be loyal to this coffee shop for as long as i live it's cafe reggio on mcdougall street in greenwich village this is the best goddamn coffee shop all right it's it's phenomenal but here's what happened when i went out to go get atm the the cash the waitress told my date she said listen he's here all the time he definitely you know is good for the check he tips all the time he's a great tipper they told my date this. Can you believe that? They fucking covered for me. That's coffee shop service, baby. It doesn't get better than that. That's incredible. So we continue this date. We go to this, this nice bar, one of my favorite bars in, in the village. And uh, we're having drinks. We're having a great time, you know? And we start talking about music. And I was like, oh, I'm listening to this guy a lot, you know, th- this rapper. And she goes, oh, yeah, I, uh, I, I dated him. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, like we see each other every once in a while. Like he just flew me out to Hawaii. You know, we had, we spent some time together there. I can show you some pictures. And she started pulling her phone up to show. And I was like, you don't have to show me those pictures at all. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see you and this rapper that flew you out to Hawaii. Okay. So she gets up to go to the bathroom. As she's in the bathroom, I swear to God, <laughs> I opened up my phone and deleted all of his music off my phone. <laughs> and the fucked up part is. I love this guy's music. I love his music. And now I can't listen to him anymore because I'm just going to think about this date. So, you know, she comes back and she's like, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, of course. You know, my phone's got less data on it now. But, you know, she has no idea I did this. And uh, <laughs> date's going great, right? We, we finish up at the bar. We go down. Like, I walk her back to her place, make out by the water. It's, it's awesome. It's a good time, right? And... Uh, I'm like, don't make plans for Friday. Friday, I want to see you. And she's like, okay, I'm in, right? So I'm playing it cool, not messaging for a few days. You know, I just went on this amazing first date. I didn't feel a connection like that since the time I dated my main ex. I was fucking head over heels. I'm in, you know? Friday comes around. I send her the message, hey, we still good for tonight? And she goes, no. Or not no. She goes, well, my friends bought me tickets to this thing tonight, so I'll let you know as I'm out and about. And immediately I was like, what like we i'm thinking like we fucking made plans for this like you don't just bail you know what the what the hell so but i'd respond i'm like listen i got a podcast at three o'clock a show at 6 30 another show at 8 30 and then i got my buddy's birthday party and she just doesn't respond so i was like all right what the fuck like you're gonna bail on me and you're not even gonna tell me that you're bailing like what the you know 
So then I'm at the I'm at the birthday party with my buddies. I got a couple drinks in me. Got two vodkas in me, and uh, they start playing Passion Fruit by Drake. And you know what happens when they put on Passion Fruit? You get to drunk texting. So I text this girl. This this is my move, by the way. I'm not proud of this, but when I feel upset or let down by a girl I'm very into, which doesn't happen often, this is my move. I text her. I go, you know what? Uh, this probably won't work out. Take care. Cheers. Real passive-aggressive bullshit. You know what I mean? Just to be like, yeah, you know what? Doesn't seem like you're into it. Take care. And she was like, well, well, that's very unfortunate. Like, why? I didn't realize you were so invested. And I just fucking... The Drake hit me harder than ever. I was like, passionate from miles away. You know? Passive with the things you say. And I responded. I went on this whole... I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, I had a fucking real connection. And I really wanted to see you again today. And... And I'm not afraid to admit that I was invested. I totally was. Like, I, want, I wanted to be with you today, you know? I know a connection when I, when I feel one. And maybe you didn't feel like we had one. And she was like, no, like, I definitely felt something. And, like, I thought we were getting along great. This, like, feels like a lot, dude. Like, this is out of nowhere. And I was like, you fucking canceled on me, you know? This is your goddamn... If you wouldn't have canceled... And she was like, dude, I just moved here for, for like five days ago to this fucking country. I'm not willing to commit. I just got out of a relationship. Like, I, I might not be able to give you what you want right now. And I was like, all right, you know what then? And she's like, also, like, I'm seeing somebody else. And that's the moment where I was like, oh, oh, okay. It's the rapper, huh? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But I was like, oh, okay, all right. You know what? You're seeing somebody else. Let's just fucking drop it. I was like, let's drop it. Clearly, we want different things out of this. I'm, I'm acting like a real bitch boy. In this scenario, okay, I got in my feelings, I got in my emotions, I got in my bag, all right? That's what happened. And uh, I was like, let's just drop it, and that was the end of the conversation. Now I'm like so depressed and heartbroken. It's, I'm at my buddy's birthday party, and my buddy's like, hey, man, thanks so much for coming out to my birthday. And I'm just like, I'm never going to love again. I'm never, that's it. I'm done. You know, you give, you give somebody your heart, and they just stomp on it. I'm just heartbroken, you know? So... You know, then I end up going to another bar and I bump into this, this cute girl that I've talked to before. And uh, we end up going back to her place, have a little anal, you know, little, uh, little, you know, get a little freaky up there. You know what I'm talking about? Get a little, <laughs> get a little dirty dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So, uh, yeah, had some phenomenal sex with this girl. And I left her apartment. That next morning, feeling like I was the king of the world. Whereas, like, just that night, I was like, you know what? It's my job to just be sad and create great work for people and talk to people. And that's it. That's my life. All right. I'm never going to find what I want to find. But no. You got... And then the, the next morning, I was like, I was looking back at my conversation with her. And once I was like distanced, you know, and I kind of removed myself from it, I was like, yeah, you know what? I was a bit much last night. And I, I wanted to apologize. And my, my buddy was like, dude, don't apologize. Like, let it sit for a little while. And I was like, no, like, if you feel like you want to apologize to somebody, fucking apologize. So I sent her this apology. I was like, listen, like, I'm sorry for putting all that pressure on you. Like, that was, you know, a bit out of line. I guess I fell way too into this. And I was like, if you still want to, and I'm sorry about that, if you still want to hang out sometime, I'm down. And she was like, yeah, I'd totally be down. So I was like, all right, great. I'm glad, you know. So that was me fucking up. And the I think the lesson here is... The, I was talking to Raina about this actually The best dating you ever do And the best you are Is when you don't really like the person that much That's like when you don't give a fuck 
you are you are gonna get laid whether you're a guy or a girl because that's what happens. You're just confident. You don't need it, you know. But if you really really like somebody, that's when you step out of character. You don't act like yourself anymore. You don't have that same. You're afraid of losing this person. You're afraid of somebody else having them, and that's why you don't act as confident as yourself. You don't play it correctly. So, like, when you really, and the lesson I learned here is when you really like somebody, the next time, be you, no matter what. You know what I mean? Even after that date, when you're afraid of whether or not you're going to see them again, don't let it fuck you up. Don't let it trip you up because that's a sure way to to ruin it. You know. And I wanted to be able to tell this story because I wanted uh, us to be honest about this shit. You know, I'm learning this stuff as I do it too. I can't just be being like, yeah, you know what? You got to just, you got to just blow them. All right. And then also striking out on this side. So we're probably going to see each other again soon. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Um, we got the virgin question done. We'll probably do like one or two more real quick. And uh, yeah. What's up, Chris? <laughs> My manager's just looking at me through the glass. Um Here's, what are some good questions here? You guys sent a lot of really good ones today, man, especially on uh, on the old Instagram. What is this? From Olivia Ost, what is a polite way of telling your friend to stop inviting her boyfriend whenever we go out? I'm tired of third wheeling. That's so easy. Just just be like, hey, you want to hang out on Thursday, just the two of us? You know, be like, I, I don't want to feel like I'm third wheeling all the time. It's that simple. Uh, you know, I, I feel like if you're in a relationship, you shouldn't just bring and you want to hang out with your friend. Like you shouldn't always bring your lady or, or your partner around. You know, you you shouldn't. It puts your friend in like a shitty spot, makes them feel lonelier. Do you know, do one or the other. Or if there's like another couple, bring your bring your person. You know, uh, here's a clear from a question from Mary Claire. Chill out. Exchanging nudes with someone you don't really know. Is that good or bad? Oh man, I'm not the best one to answer this because I'm a I'm a real fucking pervert, man. I once it's I, I can tell you no, never do it. It's not a good idea. But once two in the morning hits, whoo! If daddy's horny, somebody's seeing a dick. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like I uh, I get fucking nudes all the time from strangers. Every once in a while, I'll send you know something back. You know, if, you, if you're having a good dick day and you're like, yeah, let's let's show it off. I I don't think it's that big of a deal. Don't put your face in it. And if you want to, I think everybody's doing it. Everybody's sending nudes. Who fucking cares? You know, as long as there isn't a way to identify you, live your goddamn life. But be careful of that. I if I'm if I want to send a dick pic and I'm wearing a shirt that I'm in an Instagram picture in, I will change shirts. I will go put on a white t-shirt just so there's no way to identify my dick later, you know? And I don't know how well that's going to turn out. I have a feeling my dick is going to pop up on me in like 10 years. People are like, "Is this your penis?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the one that with the tattoo that says "Young Daddy" on it. Yep, that's me. I can't really, uh, can't really fight that one. You know. Um, let's see. Somebody asked me to be their formal date. I don't even know what a formal is. So, what is this? What are good ways to get to know guys as a friend first before dating immediately? From Morgan J. Barney. If you're dating, you're not supposed to know them as a friend. Dating is getting to know somebody. That's what it is, is getting to know different people. You're showing up on different dates. You know, you're meeting other people. Go, if you want to find out who a dude is without dating him, like, go on a couple of dates and don't commit anything. Go grab drinks. Go to the park. Talk. See who they are. That's the whole point, you know? 
You don't you don't want to like trick yourself by going, "Oh, I want to know you as a friend before I start dating you." Because then all you're doing is creating more of a fucking mess to figure out later. And then you're sorting through the, "But what are we? We started as friends, now we're this," which happens to a lot of people. You don't want to do that. If you want to figure out who somebody is, ask them to grab a fucking drink. Just do it, you know? Here's a question from uh, Kelsey Lynn 7. What are your thoughts on girls being dominant? Um, I am in the, I think I'm in the minority on this where I don't, I don't really like it when a girl is dominant. Like if she pushes me down in the bed or something, I'm not too into that. You know, I like, uh, I'm usually like a, just naturally a pretty dominant person. It's kind of a turnoff to me, but every single guy I talk to about this has literally said to me, dude, I would love if a girl got dominant with me, I'd love it. He's like, I have friends that are like, fuck it, dude. She can handcuff me, tie me to the ceiling. What the fuck ever. I'm into it. She can do whatever she wants to me. There's a lot of dudes who are very into that. So like, you know, be what you are, explore, be what you are. And it doesn't fucking matter what anybody's thoughts on it are, because there's definitely people out there who are into whether you're dominant, submissive, whatever the fuck you are, you know? So just rock and roll to me. It's just like, if a girl's like, all right, I'm in charge now. Or like, she's like, you know, get in the bed. I, I might just lose my heart on out of that because it, it just, you know, it doesn't register with like with my heart as a person. Here's a great question from Disney Mama 03. If I initiate going out with a guy, do I pay? Do I assume he pays for all our dates? That's a fucking awesome question. It really is because uh, it depends on what initiating is. If initiating is, hey, we're going to grab drinks Thursday at eight, then I think you should be the one that pays it. But if you're like, hey, we should grab drinks sometime. And he goes, yeah, how about Thursday, 8 o'clock? And you go, sure. Then I would expect him to pay it. You know, it's whoever is like makes the plan, I think, should kind of expect. But also you could show up and you can offer to split it. You know, that's kind of a different scenario. But I don't think it matters that much, really. You know, I, I me, my general rule is if it's like first, second day, I'll pay the dates. Like just no questions asked. I'll pay it. It's fine because you, I mean, usually those dates are fucking cheap anyways. You know, if I do a first date, it's like coffee. And if, if I really, really like you, we'll grab drinks afterwards. And I'm, you know, if I, if I think I like you that much, I'm willing to fucking waste 40 bucks on the night getting to know you. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, if it's like, it depends on what the level of initiation is. I think you can just kind of follow your gut on that. Be like, oh, you know what? I kind of. Did this and also there's nothing wrong in if you initiated this date and you guys go grab drinks or whatever and you pay it and you insist and be like, no, 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 this was my idea. You get the next one, you know, and that's it. Everybody wins. He gets the next thing and he'll probably start paying for all of them fucking after that. So I think that's a dope question, though. Um, here's a question from Mary Ann Marie. How do you know if a guy you're hooking up with wants more than just a hookup? Um, I mean, he'll tell you. He'll fucking tell you one way or another, whether it's like asking about if you're seeing other people. Guys are just as emotionally like childish as anyone. You know, we, we're we, like, you know, if we like you, we'll fucking make it known. Like, at least we better. You know what I mean? Um, how do I shoot my shot with a guy who works at the gym? I go to from Bell Penn. How do I shoot my shot with a guy who works at the gym? I go to. I feel like this comes up a lot. There's definitely like some cute ladies that work at my gym. I I, I never like make moves in public very often. You know, I kind of I, I kind of date differently. But you could say hello. Just be like, hi, I really like the way your hair looks today. And he'll probably ask you out when you're leaving. 
you know? And if he doesn't, he might do it the next time. Say something. Give him a compliment. Be like, hey, dude, I really like the way uh, your left nut sits in those sweatpants. It's pretty fucking hot. I'm sure he's going to, he'll bring it up, you know? Um, I think we can probably start to wrap on this one. And uh, once again, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I hope you guys have been enjoying what we've been talking about here. Um, you know, don't fucking go after virgins. You know, you, you know, nothing wrong with them, but get become confident with who you are and the fact that, you know, the insecurity doesn't matter. And also, you can't just like, you can't tie a virgin's hands behind her back and slowly rub her pussy. You know, you can do that with women who know what they're doing, who enjoy that. That you can do. You can't just pull out a vibrator on a virgin and be like, all right, I'm going to slowly rub this, you know, on your clit while we're making out. You know, you got to fucking find somebody who you're, who's going to compliment you sexually, whether you're dominant or whether you're submissive or whether you just want to send some nudes. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you go on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating. I love reading your guys' reviews. I really enjoy it. And uh, make sure you do that. If you enjoyed it, post us to your social media. Screenshot us. Throw us on the old Instagram, the old Twitter, whatever. And uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in, man. This has been another fun episode. I'm glad we, we get to we get to go over this, you know. So other than that, I'll see you guys on Monday. Going to have a really fun episode for you guys on Monday. It's going to have a couple guests on it. So get excited. Get stoked. And you know what? The merch is coming. Get excited. Make sure you're following Young Daddy Podcast on Instagram and me on Instagram. Um, I love you guys. Thanks for, uh, you know, giving me something to do on Wednesday nights. And uh, I'm running late to a show right now. But other than that, keep writing in. You guys know the emails. You guys know what to do. You guys know how to help the podcast grow. Have a fucking awesome Thursday. Enjoy your weekend. Do something really fun this weekend because Thanksgiving is coming up and usually hanging out with families sucks. So fucking do something for you this weekend, you know. Other than that, appreciate you. Take it easy. dark darlings hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos we're a small crew here at something scary so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule so that's why i want to tell you about our sponsor monday.com monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere i really enjoy the visual ease of using monday.com it helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.